Welcome to the Lunch Break Podcast. The pod, dude. Uh, speaking of crazy business ideas, what um, what's the craziest business idea you've ever come across, Greg? <laughs> craziest business idea? Whether it worked ever. or didn't. Like, what was the one mm. where you were like, you know, you guys think about it because it, it could have worked, oh, it could oh, not have worked. I got one. I got one. This is actually pretty dang good. So Taking I met notes. this guy. Um through just a contact that I had created. And he's like, oh, dude, this guy, he's a, he's a serial entrepreneur. He had exited multiple companies. So I was like, sick, let's meet. <laughs> what ends up happening is he gets on the call with me. And he's like, okay, think of like Xbox, like linking, you know, like where you can like link up with your pals and like play Xbox together. I'm like, so you're talking about like online gaming. And he's like, yes. What ends up happening is <laughs> the next hour and a half, he tells me about how he's going to create the Xbox gaming, like online streaming for dogs. What? Legitimately, <laughs> like the guy was dead ass. He thinks dogs are going to be playing video games? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's like, he's like, I, I have a dog and I've been creating these systems and training him how to do different things. And like, we haven't, <laughs> and then like he, it took him an hour to explain his idea, but then he's like, Oh, you haven't even heard like the half of it. And I was like, what else You're could like, there dog, be? I was like, let's go. For an hour, dude. He's like, <laughs> phase like, two, cats. <laughs> no, dead ass. Like, it was no. the craziest conversation <laughs> I've had in a minute. And uh, that was like two months ago. So you Did invested he? in it, yeah? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Full send. Like Scott Paul's uh, baby Oh my uh, gosh, that might be the oh, worst yeah. one that we've heard. <laughs> yeah. That was the you worst. You heard one. of this one? I have not. No. He thinks that uh, you should... You should hire drones to take your babies yeah. basically in cages. And they're just like 30 feet above you. So when you and your wife are on a date, the drone's just with the baby up there, <laughs> <laughs> just That's following what? you around. Uh, yeah. He yeah. was serious. <laughs> he was serious. He was like, I'm waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs> dude. He must have Scott like a Paul. demon baby. Scott like, Paul's wild. Dude. What a wild dude. I'm like, you don't even have little kids anymore. Who are you putting in there? That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, from drone babies to dog online games. Dude, dog, dog video dog, gaming. Dog video games. That's I just, I, I just want to see what the remote looks like because of their paws, you dude, know? Well, dude, the, thing, the only thing he had is he had a device where it's like if his dog went and pressed this paw thing, it would like spit like a treat out. But his like thing was like, no, it's much deeper than that. So I was trying to really like but, understand but him, <laughs> be, not to be like an asshole because as an entrepreneur, you're like, you dream, you go big, right? And, yeah. And that's kind of why you have what you have today is because of crazy, audacious yeah. dreams that are reality. But some people, you're like, this is your dream? Yeah. You're like, like this um, idea? Yes. Right. Dude, dream a little more. <laughs> <laughs> go back yeah. to sleep. Yeah, go, yeah. yeah keep, that, keep that one to yourself. Or that, don't take LSD. That's true. Could be a possibility it, that he was... Dope. Just his dog was talking to him. Stoned out of his mind. I Greg, I need a video game. <laughs> he was like, bro, listen to me. You know, good idea at Doom. <laughs> Dude, that would be Jeez. actually freaking yeah, hilarious. Yeah, it's bro. good stuff. What about you? Worst I don't know. I mean, maybe Scott's idea. Scott's idea? I, uh, well, yeah, I don't know if I should say it. <laughs> and I'm trying to be honest with him. I'm like, hey, dude, not every idea is, you know. <laughs> Legit. How how long have you been doing this? He's like since 2016. I'm like, how many have you sold? He was like, oh, about ten packs. Ten packs of like you sold a hundred dollars in seven years, and you still oh, want to oh, do this, dude? Oh. I uh, just had that like in my brain pop up of the dog company. This guy's been at it for eight years, and he has a team of 20 people. Don't get me wrong, like guys making what? money off his little dog paw treat dispenser. Well, that makes sense. That's yes, a good idea. That, that I'm like, okay, sure. there's a market yeah. for it. Yeah, but like this idea. other side, he's like, oh, yeah, everybody's invested in the vision. Like, we're going to create the first like dog, dog online gaming. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, <laughs> you are committed. So part of me is like, do I invest in something just kind of wild and say I have a wild investment just to be like, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> Remember that time I, I threw money away? <laughs> <laughs> and poker chips. Dude. That's a flex, dude, when you're like, I invested in a company I don't believe in at all. <laughs> Just, just cause, just cause I could, cause what if? Uh, yeah. And then I'm like, look at what I made my money. It's like on. the Steve yeah. Jobs of dog gaming. Who knows? And you don't want to be Dude. that guy if it blows up. You don't want to be that guy on an interview. Yeah, it's so many people told me no. And guess what? Your golden retriever is playing on my video game. Okay, so right I'll tell you the truth. When I was at Skull Candy, Rick Alden was kind of like done with it. He was 
he's the founder and he's walking around the office. This is like 2012, 2011. <laughs> he's walking around the office going, I'm starting up a new company. This one's going to be freaking huge. I think it, I think it has potential to be bigger than skull candy. And we're all like, what is it, dude? What is it? And he's like, it's socks that aren't white. We're going to like, we're going to put like Rasta designs on socks. Like we did with headphones. She's like, dude, this is the dumbest idea ever. Stance. It was stance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But I remember him walking around the hallways, and I'm like, yo, bro, he ain't going to hit it with this one. Like, that ain't it. <laughs> but who would have thought then? Yeah, right, right, You right. know? So and maybe it is. It's stance. just like the guys with the wild, wild ideas. Had, had you invested in stance back then? Yeah. Probably do quite well for yourself now. Yeah, that's yeah. wild, dude. They own the market for socks. Yeah, they've dominated. To think about it, it's like everything else is owned by Nike besides cool socks. And people wanted cool socks in the market. So it's just like, yeah, this makes sense. What do you, yeah. That's why. What do you got to do to make a brand that big? Like stance. Like that kind of just blows my mind. Like we're going to, because when you pitch the idea like that, like, oh, we're going to make cool socks. And you're like, okay. Rick was lucky in that he already had an infrastructure with all of the reps at Skull Candy. We're all action sports, outdoor, lifestyle reps. And he's like, yo, you're already selling skull candy for me. Like, I've made you a, we've made each other a grundle of money. Just like. Push these. Go push the, these stance socks too. Oh, bro. so he, you would go. He like already had an infrastructure. Like yeah. He just went straight to mom and pop core retail and it blew up. And then he followed the skull candy model. I mean. Skull Candy had NBA athletes, James Harden, Kevin Durant. They were sponsored Donovan by Mitchell Skull Candy. Had one. Donovan Mitchell still has a store in City Creek, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, Stance. Stance. So they, yeah. they like followed that same formula. I don't know. Did you guys watch the Netflix series for And One, the Untold for no. And One? Do you remember And Ooh, One? Yeah. Yeah, yes. dude. I actually, I think, okay, keep going though. So Go I ahead. still wear like And One like basketball shorts. It's they're like great. an OG. And they're like yeah. the most comfortable. Anyways. They're like they're like capris, right. but yeah. a little baggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're Janko capris. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I just remember getting my first pair of And Ones thinking like, I'm a dog. Yeah. I'm going to be like, you know, exquisite. Like all these people, <laughs> right? Like I was like, this is the shit. Yeah. And I think about brands or I just think of a business and I think like, the thing that makes like the engine turn for a lot of brands very quickly is the audience. And I know it's something that sometimes like marketers, it's all they talk about, but it's sometimes what businesses never really focus on. Even from beginning to end, it's yeah. like, who's Nike's audience? Who was Nike's audience in the very inception of the company? It was runners. Right. Yeah. Right. And then I think about stance, like who was stance's audience? And then I, I don't know. I think if you're like building a brand and a product, like it is about audience and one to bring it full circle and why I still wear and one is they brought like the coolest ballers, the professor and all these uh, old dogs. Oh, the, yeah. professor. the professor was Yeah. Cool. And everybody knew about these people. And what they did is they just took the and one mixtapes. They went to all of these kind of like private basketball courts. And then they just started making like the nobody famous. They took them on the N one tour, and if you got on tour, you're making money and this and this and that. That's, and they oh yeah, started dominating band. market share. And the whole premise of like N one and like Nike is Nike said that they, in an executive meeting, they got a hold of some paper, it just had like a target, and it had N one being like the target for Nike to go and dominate them. <coughs> and I just thought it was so interesting because Nike came out with a commercial for basketball on street basketball because Nike had like been like the professional sure it had all been Jordan instead of the street right. side of basketball right which I thought was so like unique to where they're like we're gonna we're gonna take the streets with our brand and I think they just said no to professional no to this because they didn't have money and then they just figured out like a niche that worked for them and then the engine just started turning and yeah bang, <clears throat> dude brand. I think I love that and g being laser focused on that core audience you can grow into outer rings eventually, but I think you just have to hit it with a core audience. Well, I'd, like, yeah, okay. uh, I was just going to say when I was at Zoomies, Nike had released Nike SB, the skateboarding edition. Oh, yeah. And at the time, <laughs> dude, it was exclusive. Like, it's a big deal. Everybody wanted the Janowskis. Nobody could get them. We're over here at Zoomies with 500 locations, and we're like, hey, Nike, it's about time you did something skateboarding. Yep. Like, let us sell them. And they're like, mm, you guys aren't core. No. 
and they made us sell the dunks for a year. And we just sat on dunks. No one wanted, no one was buying dunks at a skate shop in 2005. Yeah. Right. It wasn't happening. And after like six months or whatever, rumor has it, we were like, we can't sell, we're not selling these. Like, this is over. Give us the SBs or we're done. And Nike was like, send the dunks back then. You're not getting the SBs. So we did. (laughs) Months later, we come back and we're like, we're getting killed in footwear. We have to have SBs. All right, we'll pick it up. We'll carry it for, we'll carry the dunks for six months and then let's get the orders rolling. And Nike was like, your time starts over. You have a year. (laughs) And they held. And then, dude, it took a while, right? And by the time Zoomies had SBs, they just weren't cool anymore. Yeah. Everybody's like, well, we've already, the core group had them. Now everyone has them, yeah. and it's like, well, the core group doesn't want them anymore. And I think that's right. like, it just goes to show, like, to your point about just like branding and carrying the thing and saying no and all that kind of stuff. It's just like your audience <laughs> changes, right? And you have to adapt. And that's Nike's like core, one of their cores, like be on offense always. Because like Nike just spit shoes out like crazy. And most of them like are decent. Some of them are just ass, like quality, right? All that kind of yeah. stuff. But I just think about like, the consistency of like audience change. I think what like humans are like attracted to, maybe it's just like my crazy mind, but we're attracted to like non-patterned things. So a fireplace, you'll just sit and you'll just stare forever. <laughs> An ocean, you'll listen to it forever because it's always different. Snowflakes fall, right? All that kind of stuff. And I think like the brands who adapt and like see the change and like are like always kind of iterating, but always staying true to who they are in their audience. They just dominate the market. They own market share to where it's like, <clears throat> who's going to compete with Nike? Like yeah. who can like outdo Apple? And I'm like, I oh, would almost be like a betting man to say like, you can't. They're too big. Yeah, almost. Yeah. I, I interviewed the, go ahead. Well, I interviewed the CEO of Trainual. You guys familiar with that? Uh, I think so. Okay. They're an online, they build SOPs for businesses. They're like online yeah. operations yeah, yeah. SaaS. And, uh, they did pretty well for themselves. I talk, uh, Chris Ronzio was on my podcast yesterday, and he was like um, talking about audience building. He he wrote a couple articles where he started Trainual in 2015. It like failed. And then he tried to do the traditional SaaS model. So he waited three years. 2018 kind of did it better and then failed again at it and then brought it back, I think, a couple years later after he'd built this audience. And then once he had the audience built around this – kind of operations and like things like that. He's like the, the traditional SaaS model just blew up for him. And where most SaaSs try to go like initial funding, initial cash injection, build the audience on the way and hopefully we'll invert. Right. And like he just, if you do audience first, it's like, a, like community first. It's a really big game changer. Just makes <laughs> it so easy to sell. It's the, the con though is it takes so damn long. Yeah, to build to, to well to build a good audience, right? That you want to scale, like especially in today's market <clears throat> where audience is just so selective with what they consume. <laughs> so you, it's just like you think about social yeah. in general. I don't. I think people don't take like enough time to think like a lens out or three lenses out of what their audience is already currently consuming. Ooh, where I yeah. mean by like, if you think about me, <laughs> and it's like I'm not on social media all the time. But when I kind of flip through or I go through stories or you're on X, now Twitter, I think a lot of people say that because it's like X is like, you know, <laughs> for the bad things. But like, yeah, that's, I got the, I got rid of the app because it did not look like anything yeah. a married man was supposed to be on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think uh, that was the one thing that, again, coming back to just like going a couple lenses out with like audience is you're competing for consumption of like general random things that people look at on a daily basis, shoe companies, clothing companies, fishing companies, like, uh, alcohol, whatever, like celebrities, like you're competing with everybody, not just like your actual true market. Right. And -hmm. that's something I've thought a lot about is just like, how do you make waves through the noise and audience for brand? I've never created a brand, right? I created a, tech company but like but i thought the tech company i mean you had a brand element to it you had there's a lot of branding for sure in tech but i think product tech and branding and the product are very different because really then an emotional connection yeah like like the brands the brands Mm -hmm. have a personal relationship 
with you as the consumer. Whereas a software provider, the consumer actually has a relationship with your software, not you. And there's a representation of brand in there, an element mm -hmm. of brand in there. And yes, like big brands and all that kind of stuff, but it's what is the relationship that they have with the software? Because they'll quickly forget you, but they mm -hmm. won't forget the shoes that they wore in the seventh grade with the Allen Iverson on the bottom and the zip <laughs> on top, you know, like it's a different Gangster relationship. Gangster shoe, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, that was, that was the shoe for me. <laughs> Until I went to recess and I stomped the shit out of Alan Iverson's face. And I was like, <laughs> devastated. Yeah. I'd never been so distraught in my life. I went home and cried I and then put on my soaps and went and grinded some rails, you know? Oh, soaps. good reference, yes. dude. Soaps I'm were way better than Healy's. heaters today, huh? Yeah. Soap, soaps over Healy's, right? Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. All day, every day. You couldn't, you never catch me in a pair of Healy's. <laughs> no, dude. One, was, I'd kill myself. Oh, dude. But there's nothing like, like, I'd get killed. There's you know? nothing like yeah. stealing old wood from like, a house that was being built, like using your dad's janky tools to build like a soaps rail out of PVC pipe. <laughs> and like there'd be like screws in the top and you'd hit and clip your like plates, fall in the grass. That was just like, get wrecked. Dude. Yes. <laughs> it was soaps. And then I did, I was, I'm old enough that like rollerblading was cool. And we'd take, we'd take dude, one of the wheels out so you could grind where that missing wheel yes. was. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. And if you, dude, if you ever got the, what are they called? There's like a, a skate. That was like the coveted skate. Boxcar. Yes. That's the one I had, baby. <laughs> yes. They had the grind plates on them. Oh, dude. They look like a like a the reason why you pulled Yeah, the dude. reason why you pulled out the wheel is because you didn't you weren't rich enough for the box car. But once you upgraded, it's like you were you were the shiz. Dude, those things were <laughs> I did. Yeah. For sure. I might have to skate. I had to mow a lot of lawns to get those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The thought of getting on roller skates or ice skates now just makes my ankles instantly oh, feel. Bro. Isn't that the sad? <laughs> like as thing? old as that alien uh, yeah. bone thing they just found. I just crumble in half. Yeah, dude. I used Whoa, to is skateboard, that real? do all that real. stuff. I got on a skateboard what? the other day and I was just like, okay, I'm going to do like an Ollie. Freaking just Ollie'd and ate shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it was so embarrassing, you know, like where you just. Anyways, yeah. You get to a point where, like, I, so I grew up playing soccer, and yeah. I played very competitively, and cool. I was never, I was never going to do anything remarkable with it. The water's it's tucked oh, under the chair yeah, a bit. Oh yeah, <clears throat> but um, I try to go play now, and it's so frustrating for me because I remember what I used to be able to do. But like I was never good at baseball, so I could go play baseball now, and it doesn't matter because I didn't, I don't yeah. have expectations of what once yeah. was yeah but it playing soccer now is just infuriating for me because i <laughs> like, yeah i am old yeah. and that's out of shape of, yeah. and that's i've lost my touch pickleball. that's a great that's sport yeah, we should play pickleball pickleball is exhausting and i'm addicted to it i love pickleball and golf <laughs> doubles right yeah anything yeah. well dude i played i played singles the other day and i burned like 2400 calories played like five <laughs> games in a row and dude i was drenched head to toe and i'm like I don't know, like, a sport that I can have this much fun, like, burning off calories, which is kind of interesting. Like, we're talking about brand. We're talking about a lot of things. Pickleball, they have just ass brands. And anybody who's listening who's, like, a pickleball fan, F you for creating shitty brands. Create a better brand. That's oh, yeah. That's like, I thought a lot about because I'm like, dude, there's, like, you have the most ratchet-looking, <laughs> like, clothing options. And I'm like, there's no premium brand who's come into the pickleball sport. Yeah. Try to own it because Nike's too scared because they got Wilson tennis, like, you know, and I'm like, Skechers is trying to own this. I don't know. That is funny. Franklin. Skechers, bro. Franklin, bro. Skechies. <laughs> I will be honest. Some Skechers are pretty dope. Okay. I said it out loud. No, there's not a single, you couldn't I find did, a oh, single pair that I would rock and not Tyson be embarrassed. Tyson McGuffin, he's like the pickleball guy. He's sponsored by Skechers. He came out with some freaking heaters, bro. I'm gonna send you a picture. <laughs> really? I'm gonna send you a picture. Wait, wait, wait. Hold so, on. Oh, dude. What are they called? I got what you. What are they called? I got send you. it over. I, I got you. I, right by now. the way, while you're sending I that over, I have a hard time believing you're this. gonna be shocked. Uh, we had a cool pickleball paddle that you gave away at Bison. Bison. That was a cool pickleball. Paddle. I don't know if they make clothes. He, I think but. he's just paddles, yeah. and he's local. Ooh. That's cool. But it's, in fact, I the, have, no, one, like, the paddle I have game, one in my office. Like I'll Selkirk show you. Selkirk and Holbrook, like they're coming out with way better paddles for sure. Yeah. 
But I'm just saying, like, the actual clothing, okay. the shoes. Yeah. Like, when I see somebody in Nike on court, it's like, damn, that's cool, right? If you're into, like, paddle sports. Yeah. But when you see Skechers and you see, like, a headband that has, like, a pickleball on the side of it that was, like, embroidered in, like, everybody's trying, but I'm, like, I'm waiting for that, like, iconic pickle brand to kind of come through yeah, and take yeah, over yeah. the sport. Well, pickleball, was, pickleball itself was the brand that was weird. Like, could you imagine trying to pitch that? That should be a segment on our show. Imagine trying to pitch pickleball to the first. Okay, listen. Here's what it is. It's a wiffle ball. Okay. Like, yeah. No, exactly like what you're thinking, the one with the yeah. kid. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it's a wiffle ball. And uh, instead of a ping pong paddle, it's this, uh, think about what your mom used to hit you with. Just poof. A bell? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, Remember? sorry. Wait, that got, that got dark. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like, it's this bigger paddle than a ping pong ball. And you're hitting it on a wiffle ball, and you can do it on a tennis court. Um, and our market really isn't young kids; it's kind of older people. It's like, have you seen uh, <laughs> Honey, I Shrunk the, the Children? It's like if you got shrunk down and you just played tennis on a ping pong table. That's how I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, how yeah. I would. It's like inside a ping pong table, we're gonna use yep. a wiffle ball instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's such a fun sport. It but is it fun, is dude. like. It's imagine a weird trying to thing pitch to, that. Yeah. yeah. Imagine try or like a, another b- good one was spike ball. Dude, imagine trying to trying to pitch spike ball. Spike ball is not easy. No, it's not. It's actually. I think pickleball is easier. But dude, my brother in law created a company. It's actually got some wheels on. It. It's called Paddle Smash, and okay. Paddle Smash is combining pickleball and uh, spike ball. So you have paddles, oh, and then you have a net, and then you have a hard bottom. And you like, and the net goes up like this. Yeah, dude, I have up. that. You do you? Yeah, my parents yeah. bought it for me. Yes, yeah, so that's my brother-in-law's company. That's and actually fun. It's, it's, it's hard to yeah, play too. Yeah, there's another one called Bottle Bash. Have you ever played Bottle Bash? It's this one with the frisbees. Frisbee, you throw it and knock the bottle down. Have to catch them all. Dude, the these beach. sound it's like gang. Uh, that no, nah, dude, that yeah, game these sound is like. Addictive. But I know dude, that's but I'm like saying, lawn like, darts, but not with. <laughs> I was darts. gonna say these dude, are like carny games that we improved. So fun, dude. <laughs> all right, I can't find find the heater, but I'll send it to you. It's <laughs> pretty right, dude, sick. Dude. It's, yeah, a, well, it's a collaboration with Snoop Dogg, which is why it's the heater. Okay, oh. it's got like this kind of Gucci Louis Vuitton look, and it's a leather. So it really looks like a Nike at the end of the day, but it's yeah. 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 That's I mean, funny. Snoop had like his moment. He's, yeah. He's kind of come and gone, but <laughs> Did my, now now being famous for being right. Martha Stewart's friend. Yeah. My <laughs> best concert I've ever been to, though, legitimately, was in high school. I went to 311 and Snoop Dogg. Oh, okay. It was the best concert I've ever been to. Were you a 311 head? I was. Are you still? I still love 311 Re- to this day. New stuff that they come out yes. with. Wow. It's dude, like Weezer like, for me, dude. Like, I was what I grew up cool. on. Bro. Yeah, it's like a. I'm embarrassed to say I loved 311, but then it like, like they fell me. off the map hard yeah. for me after. Ever since whatever. like Amber, just like you know. I was gonna say Amber's the, the only one that I know. That see that shows how old I am because that's like the end of their career for yeah, me. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I remember listening to the album called Music on a on a cassette tape in Ben Bruch's car. <laughs> that's legit. Yeah. Dude, that's cool. That was white dude gangster music. That's what 311 was. Oh, I love 311. I, I've only heard Amber from 311, but it's on my reggae. There's so dude, many. You've heard so many songs. Yeah. Of oh, really? Dude, yeah. They were like, they took over, bro. What's they not, were, they, they were rap let, let rock for stoners. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, and soccer players. It <laughs> yes. was like if you played soccer, you loved 311. Somehow. And if you're oh, a stoner and okay. it's 420, you're hitting Amber, Amber. down. All of them down. Dude. Maybe. Let me see. Bro. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Whoa. So 90s, dude. Whoa, dude. The, the, yeah, they are. I can't believe how much music I actually still listen to from the 90s. It's a great one, dude. Consistently. There, there was good music back yeah. then. Yeah, I still love like a lot of music I enjoy today, but like I don't know why as I gotten older, I'm like, I'm gonna go back to the roots, start listening to like Easy E and like some of these <laughs> other people. Not from the nineties. I know they're not from the nineties. But, but yeah. just like Dead ass serious, my son, thirteen, his alarm goes off and it's Easy E. He knows every word to it. Yes. My wife is like, Is this a problem? Like, yes. He's getting cultured. He's fine. He's getting cultured like, and easy. it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you'll know what you're talking about when you go yeah, talk th- to somebody. Yeah, there were there were some pretty killer 
albums that came out in the 90s. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Smash Mouth. He just, he just died. R.I.P. to the homie. Ooh, yeah. Uh, That's right. Alcohol hole, right? Yeah. Too bad. It's a killer. <coughs> yep. Dude, how about Creed, no bueno. though? Hey, that was the butt rock era, dude. Yes. Dude, Worst. Creed. Creed? So bad. Oh, Stop it. Dude, don't, bro. Yeah. yeah. You guys <laughs> like that? Everybody does it. It's like Kobe, dude. Come on. Oh. Scott's who is, Stapp. Who is uh, Creed is in that. Nickelback was in that. Days of a New. <laughs> We're kind of like that. 12 Stones. Yeah. Collective kind of, Soul. Oh, yeah. Collective oh, Soul, yeah. Dude, They're kind of like that. Good. Yeah. I, call, yeah. Dude, I had a friend. Oh my Nickelback. gosh, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> my wife will play a, a game with us where we like road trip and she'll turn on 90s playlist music. Dude, I can get most songs within the first like oh, yeah, four seconds. Sure. Yeah. She's like, yeah. How, do you, the how do you know that? Too. Punk rock. It's yeah. so like obvious. Yellow Card, Newfound Glory, yeah. AFI. Well, yeah. Punk AFI rock, was e- emo. They were kind of crazy. They're, they're pretty good back in the day. I like, yeah. I like the AFI. I liked uh, For like emo. Uh, what was it? Uh, Rancid. When Blink One Eight Two broke off, and it he was like loved airwaves you. Would, you wouldn't believe this, Angels. but Nick actually favorite band, Blink One Eighty Two. You son of a bitch, <laughs> dude! I love he hates Blink One Eighty Two. I, I, I don't Blink even think they're a band. <laughs> wow! I, you couldn't Strong pay take, me to though. listen. Strong take. You couldn't pay me to listen to. <laughs> wow! It. How do you not like, dude? dude iconic. Blink stuff. was like the shiz. Blink is back. I remember that. <laughs> that Travis no, Parker's I, been coming out with some bangers with a lot Travis of these like new punkers. You know, he's a he's, he's all over an eclectic place. dude, right? Yeah, he yeah, is dude. one of a kind. One of one. He w- he uh, went <coughs> on tour. Remember when he went on tour with uh, Lil Wayne? Oh, that was the yeah. first. That was the first time Lil Wayne like walked off stage. He because Travis Barker, uh, and I think it was like Lil Wayne and Blink One Eighty Two, but they went on stage, and then Lil Wayne comes out and he sees like Blink One Eighty Two's audience, yeah. right? Speaking of community and audience, but like he sees it, and Eminem goes, or uh, not Eminem, sorry, uh, Lil Wayne goes. I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> and then, like, walks <laughs> off stage. Like, yeah, yeah, he walked off stage at a Blink-182 concert because he was like, I saw too many <laughs> white people. That's amazing. Little Wayne, dude. <laughs> the Carter good. Three, that album, I don't care what anyone says, that album was great. The Carter Three? Yeah. Or the Four? Well, they were both pretty good. Mm. I think Three. Okay. Let me, was let me four? Look at was, what's the one with him as a baby face? That's four, I think. Four is the one I'm talking about. Then. Yeah, I love Lil Wayne. Great album. Yeah. He. Had, oh no no no! You're right. I was wrong. It's the Carter Three. That's yes. the one with a Millie. Yeah. Miss Officer. Lollipop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. I liked four too, though. Four was oh, a good. One. Was, that was hardcore three. <laughs> Blunt blowing. Like Mega Man. Six. Little Wayne guy. Lil Wayne's good. Dude, I like that you've got some eclectic taste. Because <laughs> I love. That's what I grew up on. Like I felt like, it, growing up, it's like I listened to country. I listened to everything. I kind of had a mix of all of it, right? I had friends who were Hicks, right? Yeah. I like, you know, grew up with brothers like Main Country, and then my other brothers Godsmack, and then I had friends who were like Three Eleven. So it's like I just kind of liked it all. I didn't really have like one like. And where genre did you grow up? Up in Pleasant View, so base of Ben Loman near the Valley, Pl- uh, Valley north. north. Yeah. Kind of Brigham Young or Brigham City area. Brigham so Young. Brigham City. <laughs> Brigham City, Peach Days, right? Everybody knows that. And then you go down and it's like right at the base of Ben Loman. That's where Pleasant View and North Ogden is. Got it. Yep. So I grew up in Pleasant View. It's a nice oh, area. Life. Pretty oh, mountains right dude. there. It is such a My nice parents place. just built a house right at the like it's the last neighborhood before the Ogden Divide goes up over into Eden. Shadow Valley. Oh my goodness! Beautiful area, man. Their their view is just they can see everything. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like a hidden gem for a lot of people who are like down in Utah County, and it's not like I care wherever you live, but a lot of people like don't know what's north past Salt Lake. Dude, I live in Kaysville. That's true. <laughs> I'm That's 20 sad. minutes to downtown, mm-hmm. and I'll tell people I'm in Kaysville, and they they act like. Like where that commute Kays from Canada from? must be so far. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dog, Dude. I'm Did closer to Kays downtown than you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they don't know. That's embarrassing. They literally actually. don't know. It's like I could tell you <laughs> almost so like funny. every city on my way down to like St. George. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, 
how do you not know what's past that lake? Like even a lot of people don't know what like past Kaysville. Do you know where Lagoon is? You know where like Farmington? Yeah, like just yeah, a little bit past that. It's literally <laughs> Salt Lake, Bountiful, yeah. Centerville, Kaysville, Farmington, Kaysville. You're yeah. four cities. Yes, yeah. you can't tell me four cities away. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, Farmington and Centerville and barely kinda, qualify. I kind of like cities. it that that's way true. just because like yeah, you have true. like the Ogden Valley, which is like <laughs> such a freaking gem, dude. Yep. Pine well, Deer. dude, the other side. Yeah, no, the other side. I'm oh, not. Wait, what, what other I'm not side a of huge Ogden? fan of Ogden. No, but like, no, I'm not talking about Ogden. I'm talking about the Ogden Valley. Okay, it's over the mountain through the divide. Oh, you have Pine View, some of the nicest houses, in my opinion, in Utah. Some of the nicest yeah. golf courses. Some of the nicest golf courses. You've got Snow Basin, Powder Mountain, Nordic Valley, all within the same area. I could ski, snowmobile, paddleboard, wakeboard. Yep. Fish, be on an ATV, camp. I can do everything. Rock climb. I could do everything within 15 minutes of my house up there. It uh, all right, uh, all right, it's all practically right, untouched because right. everybody's like, Kazi oh, Reservoir. North. Yeah. Kazi Reservoir, cliff jumping. Like, Dude, it's this, beautiful. The salmon yeah. run's happening right now. So when they turn color, they turn red. They do the salmon run. There's tens of thousands of fish you hike in. You can take your kids there if you have kids. It's Going beautiful. Dude, Eden Liberty is the new Park City. Yes. Like it's it's coming. The average all the house stuff they're doing like with one point three million bucks, bro. Wow, all the stuff dude. they're doing with Snow Basin and Powder Mountain to make it. A hotel well, okay, up see, there. I knew that that part was they're building good. a private ski resort up dude, there too. Yeah, in Mountain Green, bro. The HOA yes. fees up there are like a hundred grand a month. Tom Brady, Justin Timberlake. It's a, just a private resort, private houses, entrance, and private ski hill, all for. The billionaires. Slash over. Beautiful up there. Yes, gorgeous. So I like it. Yeah. A lot of people don't touch it. But at the same time, like I feel like Utah in itself is just such a cool state. <coughs> I feel like yeah. Eden Liberty area would be a great place to get an Airbnb now. Yep. Yep. You go oh. get a second place. And the nice thing is, even if you're not renting it out, even from downtown, you're an hour maybe. Yeah. Like it's close enough that you could go. On a weekend, no big deal. Yeah. But it's far enough away that you're not at home. Yeah. It, you're out in the mountains. Yeah. Yeah. It's yes. crazy. Like anybody who grows up, like seriously, like Brigham City, Pleasant View, North Ogden, Ogden, does not have any care in the world for what a commute is compared to most of Utahns. That's most true. Utahns are like, fuck, if I'm not, excuse me, I'm not, yeah. Yeah, you're I'm not 10 years or I'm not 10 minutes away from my work or 20 minutes away, that's too far. Where it's like, I lived up in North Ogden, was commuting down to Lehigh every day. I lived in North like, Salt Lake. What's was an commuting. hour drive? Yeah. Was that when you were doing Via? Yeah. I, I, Ooh, that's I was, a drive, dude. My point exactly. Yeah. I mean, and right. look, I used to live in Syracuse and I would commute to Park City. Yeah. So I've done it, but like. I mean, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> Anyways, like relevance of like driving and stuff. Like yeah. for me, it's like where I live is like happiness, right? Like home base. So it's like, I'll probably end up in the valley one day. I think that's where I'll be. Yeah. I think that's that small town thing, though, because yeah. I grew up in Iowa and everything was 45 minutes away. Yeah. Like, well, dude, the small town of like Pleasant View, it's just like I knew like everybody. Yeah. You know everybody. You're five minutes away from I like everybody. small town. And I grew up with not a lot of houses, not a lot of people. Now it's like completely different. It's like Utah's it's big like, out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of people dude, I remember when Provo was the end. And now yes. it's like, Nephi, yes, it's almost yeah wall to wall people yes. all the way to Agreed. Nephi. It was crazy. Yes, yeah, I remember driving Payson. down. It's crazy. Yeah. I remember driving down to Provo as like a kid, and it was like fields for days, right? Like it was like fields, 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 and then all of a sudden it's like BYU, you've arrived. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's. We live in Eagle Mountain, and I have people tell us all the time that like that what that um. Is that the east side? Yeah. Of Utah Lake used to be nothing. There was like a the west the, or the west side of yeah, Utah Lake. Nothing. Utah Lake nothing. will be gone in the next like fifty years. The Salt Especially Lake Grace Lake's the, not even that far away, yeah. I don't think. Well the Utah Lake project, right? It's ten thousand acres. Ryan Smith and the Miller the, family okay. are cutting out like I don't know, like eighteen thousand acres of Utah Lake out so they can build houses. It's only a matter of time before that lake is gone, dude. That lake's pretty gross. Lake's disgusting. And why would you want to build a house on it? 
<laughs> just Mosquito <laughs> City. But again, it just comes back to it's like the expansion of Utah. It's not. Uh, oh, where else are people oh, Utah going? City. That's right. Yes. That's I saw that infrastructure on, on... in Utah is terrible. Uh, we have I fifteen. I know, I, dude. Dude, it's going to be a new one. It is but hard, at the same yeah. time. It's, it's going to go. It's going to go back to Tooele. Dude, you're landlocked, right up to the mountains, and then you have uh, a freeway, right? And then you go out, and it's like <coughs> Salt Lake, Bonneville Lake, whatever you want to call it. It's like yeah. you can't build on that, dude. Centerville, right. the the mountains to the lake in Centerville, it's like two and a half miles. There, there's no room yeah. there. Yeah. That's why you go to Texas, dude. Build anywhere. Texas. <laughs> what what is it? Everything is in uh bigger in Texas. Nava, Texas mm, now. Yeah. All these houses and they're like, look at this. Eight thousand square foot home on a on a <clears throat> full acre. Yeah. For six hundred grand. And you're like, what? Yeah. yeah. But then you're in Nava, Texas or wherever yeah, it is. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I have Godly seen those. Texas. I, yeah, it just depends like, on where you want to live, what you want to do. Like if you own your own yeah. business and most of it's done from a computer and you're not having to meet with clients every day, like yeah. live where you want to live. Can I tell you I did that one time? I was like, I could move back to Iowa, like Des Moines, Iowa. Is that where your family is still? Yeah. So I have Des Moines well, my Hawaiian family's in Hawaii and my other family's in Des Moines, but I was like, I could move to Des Moines, Iowa, come back. I could fly back twice a month, and it would, and I could have a bigger house and still be cheaper living in Iowa and flying back to Utah yeah. twice a month to work. It's like the kid who went to med school. <laughs> it's like he's like, hey, I'm gonna buy plane tickets and fly there three times. Oh a yes, week. You yeah, see that? yes, I he did like, see that. And he like saved money going to med school versus living like where his med school is located. Yeah, wasn't it his med school in like Boston? Yeah. Yeah, he was like, it was cheaper for him to fly every like every week, <laughs> and grab Ubers. Than Again, that's to live the on that's campus. it's such a trade off for like people. It's like lifestyle versus like what's home, yeah. versus what lifestyle you want for your future family. And it's like for a lot of people who may not have like the financial means, it's like, hey, I grew up a certain way in Utah, or I had something, or I didn't have something. It's like, what do my parents teach me? Do I go build that? Can I go scale that? Can I have that lifestyle here? And I think in Utah where it's like people are like, oh, yeah, interest rates will come down. Yeah, they'll come down to a certain point. But the price of home in Utah and the growth that's happening in Utah, I sincerely yeah, think a, that like even have my a, kid moving forward, I'm like, dude, your your home is going to cost you one million bucks for like a shithole in Utah. Yeah. It's facts. We're turning into California because well, we don't have a – we don't have an – economic problem as far as like pricing and interest rates it's a supply and demand problem right like it's not it's not and they're not going to go down and, because and, and people it's are like, still hey, not to knock on you california but like a lot of people sell their two million dollar home in california they come to utah <clears throat> and people who've saved up money want to put a down payment on their home yeah this person's like i'll pay all cash plus 60 grand over yeah this is what was happening last year yeah, I know. I remember that. A lot was, of people in real estate. It's like, yeah, I got, let's go. It was a bitch yeah. trying to find a house a year. I, that's when I bought my house a year it's ago. tough. It <clears throat> sucked, dude. It was like, I mean, and we were in a good spot. Like, I made, like, quite a bit of money for my condo. Like, we were in a really good position to yep. buy a house. And it was still, like, institutional buyers, California. Like, our, our house, we sold our house to a California guy. Yeah. We sold our house to a California <laughs> guy who, who not just like, came in and paid cash for I'm just saying, like, yeah. there's just, like, that's just the way the real estate market is, especially in Utah specifically. Yeah. Now, other places a little different, Des right? Des Iowa. <clears throat> dude, I might join you. Is Iowa cool? I've never been. I love there. Iowa. Yeah, it's great, dude. Small town. Like, it, Des Moines a big. They have an international airport, but it still feels like a small town. And then you can go. Yeah, I, I really like Des Moines. It's a really good place to be. I like Iowa. Like Benton, love Arkansas. I dude, I just went to Sturgis, <laughs> South Dakota for an yeah, event with Dixon. Yeah, dude, yes. So pretty. Sturgis is so freaking Dixon beautiful. Dixon as in like the Flannel flannels. Co- yeah. Dude, I love Dixon. Me too. I love their flannels. I've worked with them. They were my very here. first client at Grounded. <clears throat> really? That's yeah. cool, dude. Yeah. And we're still with them and love those dudes. That's what they've cool. built is insane. Yeah. Via did work with Dixon for a while. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't really remember. I, re- I remember the account, but I wasn't a part of the Yeah conversations there so i don't know them personally but we, i used via with dixon and with vuray vuray yeah I that's got, cool i got vuray to move over vuray has a really cool brand i like their stuff soft yeah wait you're thinking 
No, glasses. I'm thinking You're thinking of the clothing Viore. company. Viore. Vure is the backpacks. Backpacks. They're based out of Logan, but then they got acquired by an uh, aggregator called 33 Threads. Great people. Yes, now I remember. Great backpacks. people. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Girl, w- w- mostly women's gym bags. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's but, crazy how many brands, like, shout out to Logan. There's a lot of they have a lot of cool brands yeah. and businesses in Logan. Not Maloof. say like you can't create, but Maloof, Maloof out of there. Maloof Lennons, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ifrogs, and you probably will remember these when obviously we had headphone jacks. Remember those like gas station like tube Ifrog headphones? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Out of there, those guys cranked. Really? I didn't know that. Uh, There's a Kroger. big. Is out of there? Yeah. yeah. There's Same. a big, like, flour, and that might be Kroger, what I'm thinking of, but there was a big, like, one of the biggest exporters of flour, yep. like a big... Cash Valley Electric. Yeah. yeah. There's some mass. Icon. Oh, dude, Icon. Well, I guess iFit. Yeah. iFit. With freaking Greg. Stevens and then do you guys know Denis? I mean, not a massive, not a huge, huge brand, but... Really? Quietly, really? under the radar, Denis has built something... Quite large, yeah. It's like custom notebooks. Wow, dude. That's sick. no Logan's pretty pretty cool. That's where Crumble came Logan. out. Crumble you ever been to damn cold. Herms. This is another shout out to uh, a great breakfast spot. Should take your family. Ooh. It was created by the owner, I think. Well, I don't know. It's been sold multiple times, but essentially, it's like a old like diner, kind of got like Harley's in it, but it looks like it's brand new, like red brick always busy main you, street uh no it's like off the beaten path like in the canyon next to the school like you have to type it oh. in to get there you can't you won't find it it's like yeah. intentionally like they don't want people to know about herms kind of a thing it's yeah. like stick to logan but <laughs> i will say if you ever want a great place like on a saturday to go get breakfast or brunch with like your family that's a spot that's it. unique and it's freaking great food that's sweet you know what no, i was thinking i of? like i like going and doing stuff like that me too that's like my family's thing. Just yeah. go on a whim, <clears throat> go yeah. to pool. Like Snow Basin, another cool thing to do is go by there. We'll do it like around September 11th where we'll go up there. You buy a gondola ticket, 75 bucks per person, and they have an all-out brunch. So they have like salmon, poached eggs, Lux bagels, prime rib. They've just got everything. And then you sit at the top lodge, and then you can kind of hike around. You just have views of the whole Ogden Valley. That's like That's same with so Snowbird. Pretty, yes. Snowbird Thanksgiving. I did a th- Snowbird Thanksgiving with my family. Did you really? I did. So it was weird. Like, you know, I typically would go with like my in-laws or just like, you know, my family. But for some reason, they're both gone. I don't know what they're doing. But I'm like, I don't want to like cook Thanksgiving for just like us three. Yeah. Like, let's go do something. We went to Snowbird and Snowbird's like a hundred bucks a person put on this like unbelievable buffet of like Thanksgiving dinner and it was just snowing and the glass it was sick such a cool thing like on Thanksgiving day yes wow at snowbird at snowbird and then the other the snow basin brunch yeah snow break you can go in like October or whatever from well I think their last is like in October but literally it's like it's so cool you take your kid up on the gondola they're like looking out everywhere it's like 16 minutes to get up there and then you just brunch out hard up top you can leave whenever there's no rush coming down the mountain there's wow. like a park down in the bottom and like little shops you can go do oh dude be yeah, interesting well, to see but if you, have, if you have if you if you have awesome. a premier yeah. pass you can do mountain biking so you just do <clears throat> downhill mountain biking so you can take your yeah. bikes up and then go down because who wants to ride your bike up the mountain yeah, yeah. Fuck unless down. you have an e-bike <laughs> e-bikes yeah. change the game dude yeah the you hybrid, can be the hybrid fat ones, yeah. out of shape those freaking bats. He looked the, right at me when he said that. <laughs> dude. I pointed right at the like, no, Thanks, no. Greg. <laughs> okay, where I just gotta like look over here. This episode's never going on. We're supposed live. to be talking to each other. Gosh. But dude, legit. E-bikes. E-bike, my dad's 67, e-bikes. 68 years old. The guy's on his e-bike and he kicks my ass up the mountain. He just literally just does like barely pedals. It's like He's riding yeah. a motorcycle. Yeah, oh, you dude. should kick your ass. Dude, have you seen those uh, electric motorcycles? The one that are torquey? So yeah. Adam, yeah, the Zero bikes. You guys Har- probably know them better Harley, than Harley, yeah. They're the so Harley cool. One. Zero, uh, Zero has a, a bunch bike. of dudes from Skull Candy. Really? Oh, really? Oh, yeah, that's that cool. all moved down to uh, Santa Cruz and started building Zero. Dude, that's yeah. so sick. Zero Shout out to cool those bike, dudes yeah. because 
they're they're so much fun to ride. They're a little scary because they're super torquey. Well, they get yeah. all their like, bah, they have bah. all their power from zero. Yeah, I mean that's why uh, electric cars are faster. That, that's why Tesla's yeah. so fast, right? Because Teslas have, are sweet. They get all their they get all their RPM at zero. But mine isn't charging right now. I don't know what's wrong with it though. I I have a Model test- Three, and yeah. all week Same. I plug it in at my in my garage. I came out this morning again, like. Bitch, it didn't charge one, one percentage. You, yeah. So this is just throwing it out there. Yeah, you, you have kids. You have little kids. Yeah. So like you know like the trip thing. Yeah. Where you can slide it. Sometimes they'll slide it to like five miles. And I've had that happen a couple times. Those freaking kids. And then like I'll charge it in. <laughs> I'll be like, yes, I'm gonna drive today. Yeah. I'll trip down to Salt Lake, and it's like five miles. I'm like. F my life, dude. That, <laughs> and then it's like, there's no. That's the sad thing is, there's no chargers up north. It's there's not. Superchargers are all in Salt Lake. Yeah, Lehigh, I think there's one. Draper. Uh, I can sneaky, tell you off sneaky. camera. Okay, I'm gonna need to know about. Kind of by Lagoon. Really? Yeah, it's in the back of a hotel parking lot. There's a super. Just is it one like random the? Is it the little charger? Is it a legit supercharger? No, it's a. I think it's a legit supercharger. Dude, I'm They have need, the little ones at Station Park. Because I'm going to need the deets on this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing more <laughs> aggravating. Tesla, I love you, but nothing more aggravating. Than driving to 21st South. Yes. For a person who's up in northern Utah. So the next closest one is in, like, Garland or Tremont. Yeah. yeah. And then I hate it. I'll go, and all of the spots are taken, and no one's in the cars. I'm like, yeah. where is everyone? Yeah. I, Dude, people just plant yeah. them and, like, go off on their merry way. I'm just I, like, I sit there, and I'm like, or I know, just, dude. Like, I'm on a TV. phone call, or yeah. I turn yeah. on the fireplace. I just like get cozy Classy. in there. <laughs> Classy. That's like fire dude. It gets so hot, though. Have you turned that on on your car? What? The fireplace mode? No. Does it actually heat up your car, dude? So the screen turns to a fire, Fun. and then it makes like crackling noises, and it turns heat on. So freaking hot, and then it plays Marvin Gaye's "Let's Get It On." Really? Let's uh-huh. go. Yeah. <laughs> Babe, Let's... if you're listening to this, we're going to do that. So, dude, <laughs> yeah, we're... For sure. I'll always like Tesla. joke around and, and stop and quickly turn on the fireplace with my wife and be like, yeah. so. <laughs> so we going to get it say? on or. It's nice, dude. You take, you yeah. go up like Farmington Canyon, whatever. You park. Yeah. Turn you, on the crackling sounds fire. Sounds like you've done this. <laughs> <laughs> and that's. You uh, savage. Yeah. Great that's, idea. I'm gonna steal and that's it. how we're going to end it. Tesla, thank you for making a romantic <laughs> yeah, dude. fireplace. It's, it, and then they got that freaking Tesla celebration <laughs> where it's just like flicking on the garage and it's like, yes, yes, yes. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Real tied. The, and obviously, your kids love the. The, the fart button. The fart button. Oh, yeah. It's, it's an every time thing. He's like, Dad, play the fart button. I'm like, got you. <laughs> I just I wish like, I didn't have to set it up but every time. Truthfully, dude. I like yeah. the 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 farting outside the car when like I come to a stop and I press my little button and like farts and like person. Wait, like, it does it outside the car? Yeah. So there's this little button on the <laughs> I side. I didn't know this. On the side, you click the side button. Yeah. And then it will do that same noise on the outside speaker. So when people are walking across this, dude, I'll fart at them all day long. I, <laughs> I find it so entertaining. Awesome. Yeah. And it's like my stress relief is just to go fart on people. <laughs> In my Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's I ridiculous. Love that. But it's so funny That's because hilarious. people don't know how to handle it. They're like, was that me? Or was that somebody behind me? Like, I let that one they, like, they, like, they try to look for it, and then you'll change the fart noise and do like a little one, then they just like look back at you. Or like you can change your voice to like Megatron and like talk through the thing or have. Yeah, okay, I didn't know you could do that. No, dude. Oh, wow, so it's called cool. Megaphone. Same thing. So where yep. the farts are and stuff megaphone you do it and you can talk through so like you know how like you're in the car and you're trying to tell your kid like hey grab this for me before you come get in the car yeah so instead of opening your window or your door you just flick on that <laughs> and it also has a speaker so you can play the music that's playing in the car externally so you can turn it into an external speaker well that's pretty cool nice my yeah. neighbors would love just that. some updates you know see i we get the nice. updates and i'm just like yeah yeah I, I don't i don't look into it i don't even know yeah dude <laughs> I don't know. That's what makes Tesla what, cool to me is just their updates because that. it's just like they become smarter every year. Your car does. That's true. The driving does. But <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Although I'll Tesla, tell you, freaking Tesla. I'll tell you what I think the coolest feature is in the Tesla. It's, it's weird, but it's just like a UX. It's such a lesson in UX. Yeah. There's no 
There's no button to start the car. Yep. Oh, like you get into a uh, even phone. a car that without a key. Well, it's not even it's a that. Push start, yeah. Yeah. You know the push start, but Tesla's like. It's an experience. Everyone's gonna push the brake to start the car. Why don't we just? So to start the car, you put your foot on the brake and then you just slide it into gear. That combination starts your car. Yeah. yeah. You have to do that anyways. Yeah. So they just eliminate. They're like, we're going to completely yeah. eliminate an entire step that every other car on the planet does. We're just going to make the start button yeah. break. Well, you yep. can do that when you're in an electric car. Yeah. I don't think you can do that with a. Why couldn't you do it on a push button? Why couldn't you set it so you push the your foot on the brake and you put it in reverse? <laughs> Maybe you could. And that acts as the push button. Well, because like. You- yeah, you gotta. You could, you know, dude. Yeah, maybe you guess you could, but yeah, kind of got to. You kind of got to ignite it, though. That's the ignition. It's a silly thing, right? Like it's not. Yeah, I hate Tesla <laughs> but, for but one so reason. Cool. This yeah. is why I hate Tesla. Tesla. I hope you're listening to this. But by the way, shout out Elon Musk if you're listening to this. Yeah, Jesus Christ. We talked about X. We talked about <laughs> Tesla. Dude, if we could get Elon Musk on here, yeah, this isn't my podcast, but I would come. Can I just be here? Yeah, yeah. I think we'll do a live podcast with you. Know. I think you fit right in. <laughs> we need a we need a three way host, dude. I'll sit right in between. Snuggle up, yeah, yeah dude. It'll, it'll hurt. You got to wear. Me sh- doing this all day. But. You got to wear shorter shorts, but uh, you're okay. In. Fine, I'll wear the short shorts. <laughs> We've had some short shorts in here, <laughs> dude. Tight, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Awkward bulges. Uh-huh. We've added all. <laughs> Scott, Scott Paul. Yeah, I added it. Aiden, <laughs> Chad. <laughs> okay. That may be too far. Sorry. So everybody. wait, but what is it that you hate again, about Tesla? Yeah, go ahead. Going what, back yeah, what to my hate original about Tesla? hate yeah. for Tesla is their cabin camera. Cabin cameras right sneakily placed above the mirror, the rear view mirror. Yeah. It's tiny. And I got smart. I put a card like one of the parking ticket cards right in front of it. Because then when I do the double click and it just like takes you on your journey, it doesn't tell you to keep shaking the wheel or it doesn't tell you a lot of stuff because it's not following you. So you can be on your phone. Yeah, I know this is irresponsible, but like part of the reason why I bought a phone is I could hop in the, you know, uh, HOV lane. Or, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. And because you can be a single driver in a Tesla, electric cars can be a single driver in Utah in the HOV lane. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. Hundred percent. Because I've just been doing it, just like no. So you, it's not thinking if someone pulled me over, going like, oh, but I the just problem thought. is, dude, like yeah. I'll sit there and it's like, dude, I'm freaking. I had an hour drive every day. It's like I'm gonna be answering emails, doing all that stuff because like, there's so much trust I have in Tesla's freaking car. Their it's autopilot is re- is extremely good. It's unbelievable. Yeah, they're it it's really until good. you get into a city and you're in beta and it's like, and you're like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna die. Well, I think that's the that's the always the disclaimer is like. Uh, you know, people are dumb. No, there's no protection for people are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Paul, uh, when I, when I worked with him, he sent me a video once he was driving to St. George and he packed a bag of rocks and then he took a, <laughs> a, a clip that you'd like use to clip on a bag of chips to keep it close. Yeah. He clipped the steering wheel, put a bag of rocks on the front seat and then he got in the back. Oh let, yeah, because he let of the, the Tesla pressure, drive yeah. from like Provo to St. George, and he was like, "I was in the back, no one in the front two but seats." How did he do the hand thing? Was it's that the pride? pressure? Yeah, the pressure of the, the pressure of the rocks. Uh, well, the, no, not the rocks. It was the the bag of chip like yes, closer yes. thing. Okay, because he just was like, chip he just clip. put that the chip clip. That's it. He's like, yeah. that was enough pressure that they thought my hand was on the wheel. Yeah, that's bitching. That's yeah. so scary, dude. Yeah. I. I'm not getting in the back. No, I'm, no, no. Scott I'd Paul's do it in a heartbeat, dude. <laughs> Call that me crazy. Just, that feels like, so crazy. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> he drove all the way to St. George. Dude. Here's the I thing I hate could. about I'll tell you could. right now. Going it, back it to stops. drones, though, it will be so cool when he can just hop in your drone and just, like, beep and take me down to St. George. Personal flight, bro, without having to, like, really have to learn a whole lot. <laughs> I'm not joking. I was thinking about that this morning. Dude, have you on seen On my it? commute. Like, how long until we're really just flying to oh, work? Oh, dude, it would be so bitching like the Jetsons. Yeah. Put me in a damn Put aircraft. Put me in a, in a tube. Yes. Yeah. yeah. With a little cup holder that cools my drink, my beverage. <laughs> Can you, I mean, you look back on time, though, and you think, how the hell did they live like that? Truth. In in a thousand years, people are going to look back on 2023 and be like, these sons of bitches were 
getting in a car to yeah. drive to St. George. Like more. It's like your kid but, yeah, when think he's about like, how, Dad, yeah. what's a DVD? And I'm not that old, but I'm like, yeah, no, the technology's on the law of singularity where it's just like it's straight up and down. We can never catch up with it. So it's like it's always advancing. Yep. You can't learn it all. It's continuing. And now that AI is in the chat, it's like, yeah, yeah. I had that experience with my daughter. Pretty she nice. was like, uh, she nor like grow. She's a Netflix and Disney Plus and like streaming kid, right? And we so we get to a hotel one time. And you I'm like, pop in the old DVD. No, 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 no. I just turned on the TV. Like it's cable. Oh, okay. Right. And, and a commercial comes on and my, my daughter comes up to me. She's like, dad, the TV's broken. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, no, look, my show is on and now it's off. Yeah. Someone changed the channel. Let, let me tell <laughs> and you. It's a commercial. She could do you, not. Do you have she YouTube was like, this TV? is Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have YouTube TV, my kid is like, oh, that's just an ad. <laughs> yeah, an ad. Same. Yeah, yeah. Yes. He no. knows what an ad is now. I'm like, what the freak? Bro? Yeah, it's not. A, it's I'm not like, a commercial good on anymore. You for knowing like what a, ads are. It's like an ad. How old are your kids? So I have one on the way, a little boy, nice. and then I have a five year old. Congrats! Well, nice. almost six year old. Yeah, boy, girl, <laughs> boys, two boys. Yeah, and he just started kindergarten out of a freaking <laughs> wreck, dude. I didn't realize it's gonna it's hit so me like hard, emotionally, dude. Yeah. Like as a parent, like it was weird because you just. You know, it's like this little sidekick for the first five years of their life. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, dude, I got to wait to see my homie until like 3.30 today. And I'm like, this is weird. And then like we have like a three-hour window and it's like he's in bed. I'm like, this is so weird. Going yeah. from like full-time parent mode to be like, I don't have to like be attentive like right now. I know. It's sad. But it's... going from six to a newborn is going to be pretty rough. Yeah. Well, yeah, our... going to, yeah. Our, so I've got four, and my youngest is eight, and his brother is thirteen. So it was about how old? And is it, that? It, it, I mean, the nice thing is my two older kids. Just, I mean, I have a nineteen-year-old, yeah, and a sixteen-year-old. So when my youngest was born, they were eight and eleven, right? Like, so they were helping out quite a bit. We kind of joke like Theo was born, and he had a mother and two smothers. The two girls, yeah, they took care of so much for him. They like treated him like he was their baby almost. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't as difficult, but it did slow us down on travel. You know, it yeah. it changes the game for a, yeah about four years. Yeah, I feel like that's any kid's life, and maybe it's just because I'm obviously rookie dad over here, so I'm not trying to like say like an everything or anything. But like, <laughs> really, at the end of the day, it's just like I felt like it was just so much fun. And it just keeps getting funner with like his personality. But truthfully, like that first year is just tough because like, especially as like first time, you're just figuring shit out. Yeah. It's like, and even everything feels like all, an emergency. It's all new. Yeah. yeah. But like, I feel like where it's like when your kid can tell you what's wrong, it changes things where it's yeah. like, oh, like I hurt or something or like I feel sick. It's like different than just like listening to a crying baby all the time. <laughs> but then they get older and they won't tell you what's wrong. <laughs> They, yeah. they don't. They don't want to know. They don't want you to know, or, or they're not sure. Yeah, or yeah, like come full circle. It gets, and then I now have one who's not in high school, and it's a similar sort of experience to when you first ship them off to kindergarten. Now she's not in high school, and it's like, like well, what are you doing now? What's, what's this transition in your life? And yeah, what's the game plan? Yeah. You you do you start losing grip of the your kids once they, uh. it's like. You think you want your kids to crawl, and then they crawl, and you're like, oh, this is yeah. – I've lost a little bit of them. And yeah. then they walk, and it's yeah. every once single time. they get freaking out of top heavy, and they're grabbing a the couch, and they're just going, it's like game over. Yeah. And My kids give have them lost a, a Give them a set he's of keys always, to a car. He's just <laughs> adapting. I have to adapt. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah it's hard. You, you definitely start parenting differently. Um, so it's – Yeah. It's exhausting. It, yeah. do, it doesn't. It doesn't slow down, amazing. dude. It is amazing, isn't it? It's like kind of like the thing where it's like you bitch about it on <laughs> a lot of days, most days. But like, I just feel like there's nothing. I can't even remember what it's like before, and it's like I only had a kid for five years. But yeah. I know I was like a crazy kid and young and I love all that stuff. But it's just like having a family is just like it's the shit, man. It is the my wife's freaking best, box, dude. So you better be listening to this. <laughs> oh, hey. She's a Let's box, go. dude. Straight 10. 
Straight oh. 10. Oh, yeah. Straight 10, dude. <laughs> so, so she's the loser in the relationship. Oh, like 100%, dude. I kick so far out of my coverage. I'm convinced two things. One, she's blind. And two, like, I always just post, like, pictures of, like, me as an orangutan. And, like, I'm like that orangutan on the edge of the bed, right? Just, like, gut out. And I'm just like, how do you love this? Like, seriously. So, anyways. There you go. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. I think we all do. Good for you, dude. Yeah. Good yeah. for you. Sweet. Swinging above your, your class. Nothing dude, wrong I'm with that. Dead serious. Yeah. She's damn blind for sure. <laughs> That's what it is. I love it, dude. All right. Well, well thanks for coming on the lunch break, dude, bro. I'm stoked. Love it, man. Yeah, it's a. That was a, it. A little different than I think other <laughs> podcasts. What was it There's supposed no to be about? Nothing. nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that was it. Glad, actually, like, no, no. Actually, we hit it right on the head. <laughs> yeah. We've we've been called by many. I've said this a lot. The Seinfeld of podcasts. Dude, just I love podcast about nothing. Yeah. No intros, no agenda. No. Just let's go, dude. Yeah.